0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans. Episode fifty-four. We're your hosts, Jerry Wilson and Carolyn Chillick. And uh, let's see if uh, I can feel like I can have a better outing on this podcast. For some reason, I feel like this, the Spider-Man one. I felt like I sucked. <laughs> I felt it was horrible. But, anyways, so I got some. I got some news. Most of it's you know movie news. Uh, Matt Reeves the director of the Batman, mm-hmm. said that he's pretty much scrapping ben, the, Affleck's. ben Affleck's Batman script and starting from scratch. He's starting from, you know, zero.
1: Why? What is it with DC
0: films and rewrites?
1: I mean, that's all they do. And, and, and
0: what I don't understand is... I, okay, I, I guess with this one, this is kind of a special case. Ben Affleck was going to direct it. That's why he was writing the script. I, I understand that. And now a new director comes in, has a new vision, probably wants to put together some kind of trilogy mm-hmm. kind of thing. I get it. I understand. On board. But with some of the other movies that DC and Warner Brothers are doing, it's they're writing these movies, and they don't have directors to it.
1: Mm-hmm. It feels like they just have their stuff Is just... Willy nilly, like directors for some, writers for others, screenplays for some. It's like, what's happening next? It's like with Marvel. It's like, you kind of know the next years, like boom, 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 movie, movie, movie. They're on track. Mm-hmm. This one's happening. This one's happening. This one happened. DC, every time a new movie comes out and it does well, like now Wonder Woman mm-hmm. went well. Now they're like, we're working on the sequel. We got the director already. da. it. It's like, okay. Yeah, that's great and all. But that's not going to be happening next. Let's concentrate on what's happening next. Mm -hmm. Like you, you just like with the same thing happened with Suicide Squad. Everybody loved Harley Quinn, and so Margot Robbie was doing sirens, and then it was going to be all girls, and then it was going to be, you know, Batgirl and all this stuff, and and it's like, and then it just kind of peters out when the hype goes down. It's like Mm -hmm. you need to just concentrate on what needs to happen next because it makes you, it makes me. Worried about their universe. Like they don't have it figured out. Like with Marvel. It's like I trust them.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: they have it all worked out. They have it boom boom boom. We know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen next. Everything kind of just just a machine. Just mm-hmm. going out. And with DC it's like whoa. There's a lot of wrenches being thrown into this machine. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it make, gives me a little bit of worry.
0: And I, and I think that. You know what, what we talked about earlier in the week show with Wonder Woman and the rumors of the sequel not being current day and time but being in the 80s mm-hmm. is because i think that it is kind of a mess up here current times until they kind of <laughs> yeah. can can find their way and i think that both Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns are just like you know what we, we can have another awesome story set it back in Set it back in the eighties, and that can kind of explain why you know she's you know why Wonder Woman you know gave left, up yeah yeah on, on humanity on, and yes. All that. So, I guess we'll see. Hopefully, they'll they'll eventually get it figured out. But um, so I would assume that Deathstroke, that costume testing that they did with Joe Maganella,
1: Maganello, Maganello. Yeah, I think we're saying it wrong, but
0: I, I, I would assume that I mean Deathstroke might not even be, be in this anymore. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I wouldn't be surprised either. I would assume that he's that he that Matt Reeves has a vision for what he wants to do, and it has nothing to do with what Ben Affleck was going mm-hmm. to do. So, not to say that one's bad and one's good, just it's it's different. Just what the director wants to do. Yeah. So. So I guess we'll see, but I guess they are going to have a somewhat aggressive timetable because I guess they want to do, release the Batman in 2019. So, good luck. I assume Matt Reeves is going to start, you know, I guess now that his, you know, War for the Planet of the Apes is about to come out, he'll start focusing on the Batman. It'll probably take him a few months or so, three, four months, I guess, to... Write the script, mm-hmm. get all that nailed down, and about the time the script's probably done, Justice League will probably be out, and we'll probably have a an answer because I'm still waiting to see if Ben Affleck's going to come out after Justice League movie and says I'm done doing Batman.
1: Yeah, I th- I kind of have that because
0: feeling. I ju- I just have this feeling that he he doesn't want to do it anymore, and this director Matt Reeves is going to want to do. At least three films.
1: But how can you agree to be a bat, the Batman in this Justice League DCEU and think that you're not going to be in a ton of movies? I mean, look at Captain America. Look at Iron Man. They're Mm -hmm. in tons of different movies. Little and big roles. It's like you had to know that going in. And it's like, don't take, you know, don't take the movie role because Mm -hmm. you think it'll be cool. But, you know not ready to and willing mm-hmm.
0: to to have to this be it.
1: your life for close to a decade
0: yeah I, so if if that you know does end up becoming true i'm fine with it just find somebody who is on board who who knows what they're getting into who knows they're going to do at least three batman movies have some other cameos here and there we will probably be in another justice league movie or two and let's Move on. I'm, you know, just wanna, yeah, let's... Let's just get this thing especially going. Especially
1: if they want to do this Bat... You know, Nightwing mm-hmm. Batgirl. Because he's going to have to have a part in this.
0: Yeah. Sirens. I mean, he's... Yeah. I mean, he's, so... So that's that. The other thing... Kind of we touched base on it was... Uh, Warner Brothers in DC liking you know, to write scripts without having directors. Well, Suicide Squad 2 is... Uh, they are moving on writing a script... Without a director. Remember, Mel Gibson was in talks to do Suicide Squad 2. Well, now he has stepped away because it's taken, I guess, too long. And so he's kind of moved on to other opportunities. And so now I guess the front runner to do Suicide Squad 2 is the director who did The Shallows. So uh, I really That's pretty much like the only thing that he's really done that I've well, seen. Well, it seems
1: like the problem is... Exactly what's happening now. You're going to have a script, and then Mm -hmm. when a new director comes in, they're going to want to rewrite it.
0: Mm -hmm. So what's the point? Well, I hope that if they do rewrite, when they come in and they want to rewrite all this stuff, hopefully they're working with Jeff Johns because he's the brains behind all this stuff. And that they're working with him and just not doing it in a vacuum.
1: Well, the problem is with DC, it's like with Marvel, they started off with kind of the big guns. I mean, I wouldn't say Thor is a big gun, but he's a main main Avenger. Yeah, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk. DC, why are you not concentrating on these? Stop working on Sirens and Suicide Squad and give us Flash. Give us Green Lanterns. (laughs) Give us, you know... Martian Manhunter, you know, give us some of the big ones instead of working on these little, you know, side, you know, B-level heroes and villains.
0: Yeah, and I guess that the guy that they have to, you know, do this script for Suicide Squad 2 also played a part in writing the the Avengers movie Mm -hmm. and also wrote The Incredible Hulk with... um, What's his name that you are fan of yeah. <laughs> so
1: I wouldn't say I'm not a fan of him. I'm just I like Mark Ruffalo's hulk a lot better.
0: Yeah. So I guess to end on a good note with all this movie news before we jump into Preacher, uh Wonder Woman. I can't, I guess I can't I can't praise her enough for how <laughs> how well she's doing and continues to do. I guess she is about to break a another milestone record, whatever. Is it's been 15 years since a movie, I guess, had had, you know, word of mouth, which is kind of what it's taken to get her get her there, where I don't know all the numbers and how they get the numbers, but it's like a 3.8 times what her opening weekend was, Mm -hmm. which is better than, you know, I guess Guardians of the Galaxy. When it first came out, I guess it was like a 3.6. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. So she's continuing to do It just means awesome. it's
1: a good movie and people are
0: spreading the word. And people are going back to see it second and third times. Mm-hmm. And it's also amazing because I saw some numbers on this where mostly if you look at the the pie that they get all the money from, 70% of that comes from outside of the U.S. Mm-hmm. And only 30% is domestic. Well, her split is a 49 to 51 so it's like the rest of the world either doesn't want to go see this.
1: Or they don't have it showing in they, those countries. Or they don't have
0: it showing in those countries. Yeah. So.
1: Or a ton more Americans are seeing the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I but just think I, that it's like, I think that Wonder Woman is a very American hero. Plus, there's so much stigma with women in other countries and mm-hmm. stuff that's, you yeah. know, big markets that mm-hmm. are probably not seeing it or people are not seeing it because of that, which,
0: their loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's a great movie. And I think probably in the next two weeks that she's going to hit that or come very close to the $800 million mark. Cool. So, all right. Well, uh, that's all I got for now. Uh, you ready? Let's talk some Preacher. Sweet. Warning: This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay, so today we're going to talk about episodes three and four of Preacher, the n- in New Orleans. The, yes, the, in New Orleans. But can I can I just say the start of three? <laughs> oh my!
1: With our space?
0: Yes, with R <laughs> space. It's I've I've be- become conditioned. To when I, I when I see things happen, okay, this is kind of the flashback moment. So when you see Arseface, not as Arseface, and he's on his bike, it's like, oh no, this this is like his flashback. And in this show, this is his hell. And I'm yeah. just thinking, we are about to see how he became Arseface. Yeah,
1: because when I saw this, I was kind of like, oh, I'll, I bet this is like when we first saw the cowboy and mm-hmm. you know he was li- re- he was living his worst day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I bet this is his worst day. And mm. and it's kind of like you knew what was going to happen.
0: Yes, you know you know what's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's not going to change. We're just going to see it.
1: And you kind of heard a little bit of the story from season one, mm-hmm. but it was from I think the mother's point of view, the yes. girl's mother. And so you find out it's a little bit different. But I mean. Talk about a stupid reason
0: to shoot yourself. I, I, I know. It, it's, a, it's a typical teenage, you know, jump in the cliff kind of thing. It's like, come on. It's it's not life or death.
1: Well, plus she's like, whatever his name was.
0: Uh, who knows?
1: <laughs> you know, he was going out with so-and-so or gave him...
0: Gave so-and-so a head. And she's a five. And
1: she's a five. So... I'm gonna kill my and like has a shotgun. I'm gonna kill I'm gonna kill myself.
0: I can't live anymore because my boyfriend went and got head from a a five. A, a five and and I'm a I'm a ten. I, I that's embarrassing. I can't go to school. People are gonna make fun of me. I'm sitting there thinking, No, they're not gonna <laughs> make fun of you, they're gonna make fun of him. Yeah. Move on. But no her her answer is to write a suicide note and grab her dad's shotgun.
1: And the suicide note was even stupid, like because yes. our, our Eugene was reading it, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is so
0: d- dumb mm-hmm. and th- And up and up to this point, Eugene was Eugene was doing what was doing well was doing well. he he, he, he talked her down, she put down the gun and, and everything was going fine. He was like, "Okay, there's no need for the suicide note. just just forget about this. Let me go ahead and burn it." I'm like, oh no, there there goes... There goes the evidence. Some evidence. Burns it, throws it in the trash. I'm also thinking, that's kind of ridiculous that you're going to burn it and leave it in the house. Where's the smoke going to go? Right. (laughs) I mean, mean, it has nothing to do with the show. I understand it's a TV show, but I'm just thinking, come on, realistically, realistically, you're going to do this. So then he sits on the couch and, and all this, and she puts her head on his shoulder and...
1: You know, it's it's typical girl, boy, best friends. And this goes back to Harry Met Sally. Mm
0: -hmm. Men and
1: women cannot be friends kind of thing.
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) they can't. So, because Eugene takes this as a, oh, a sign. I can kiss her. Oh, no. Because, I mean, this whole whole scene of them in that room was so tense. Because you know what's going to happen. And you know with this show, you're (laughs) going to see a lot of it. Uh, They're they're not going to turn away. Or cut to black screen and you just hear the shotgun sound. You're going to see it. And so he tries to kiss her. She freaks out. And I guess... That was it. That was it. That pushed her over the edge. She couldn't grab that shotgun fast enough. And she was, you know, going to... She pointed at her face or whatever. And Eugene grabs it to try to stop her. And then it just blows off the top of her head. And from the angle (laughs) that they were at, the angle was... It, it was it was awesome. I mean, it came right at you. Right. And then Eugene's freaking out and trying to put put it, brains back. She <laughs>
1: blinks. She blinks,
0: and so he's like, "Oh my gosh, she's still alive." It's kind of like just like a scratch. You just scratched yourself.
1: Right. I'm I'm just gonna mush your brains back into your head. Nobody will even know. How? Just wear hats.
0: Just wear hats, and then he puts try to put a hat on her. The, now the mom's home. He's got blood all over his hand. He's burnt. He's burnt the suicide note. So. There goes that evidence. And the, the door's locked. The door's locked. Mom's trying to get in. He's blood all over his hands. He's trying to go out through the window. She knows that he's in there cuz he's talking to her through the door. And then he just kind of goes, "Oh, no, well, there's the gun." I'm just going okay, to me- I'm just going to do it. So then he goes, grabs the gun, puts it at his face, pulls the trigger and just goes click. And then he just uh looks uh, looks down at the gun and then Then, then it goes black. And then it goes black. And then they sh- keep showing this scene over and over and over and it gets faster, forward, and faster, faster and faster yeah. and faster and faster and faster and it's like i am just sitting there watching i'm just like this is this is horrible it's like come on will will this ever end you know and if that was actually me and i was eugene that's and that's so horrible because I, I couldn't deal with it for like the three or four minutes that it, that it was going <laughs> on screen that's
1: eternity <laughs> that's eternity yes so, yeah that was I'm glad we got to see our space, and then you kind of see a little bit of the hell and kind of um mm. kind of like they're in a prison, and you know he's got like his prison jumpsuit on, and uh <laughs> you find out that Hitler is in his cell block, yeah, is his neighbor yeah who's who's the young kid? I don't know, I think he's just a jackass okay I don't know if i don't, I don't know if the rest of them are you know specifics, but it's
0: like it's like yeah because because like cause assholes that, and jackasses that go to hell because I guess everybody because I guess when this whole block like their whole you know hell on personal hell kind of shuts down and they're in their little you know their little cells and they all come out in like the little hallway thing it's like there's there's some people that are in hell and I'm just sitting here looking I'm thinking from First impression, I don't know why you would be in hell.
1: Right, There's like like a little lady, like that's all dressed real nice from the fifties, and
0: yeah, and it's like why why are you here? It's maybe, always the quiet ones. I you mean, know? Maybe they'll maybe they'll get to some of their stories, kind of how they got to, you know, Hitler's own personal hell and and all that. But
1: yeah, it it's crazy. Yeah. So. Th- so, yeah, so we get so it's nice because you get to see a little bit of R's face. You got to see kind of like what he's dealing with. You kind of met
0: the warden. hmm And it was kind of weird. Her voice. Her voice would, yeah, would kind of... Kind of go evil. Uh-huh. Like evil man, machine, <laughs> Batman Yeah, I know. It's voice. like, so Eugene, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't seem like you belong here. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, it was kind of odd. So... You know, they kind of talk about, like, just, you know, between the two episodes, you find Mm -hmm. out that there's kind of like a, you see a little bit of Hitler's hell, and you don't get to see the full thing, but I'm assuming that he shows his art and they say it sucks. Yeah. That's going to be his day.
0: That's his, yeah, that's his But you kind of get to
1: see a little window into that, and then you also see that there's like this glitch and all this stuff that's happening. And my theory is that it's because Eugene isn't supposed to be there. Because it seems like they've been starting to have these problems since Eugene. Since
0: Eugene's been there.
1: Right. And, you know, like even when um, that lady, I guess she the warden can see their worst days.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, and she mentions there that, well, I mean, this doesn't seem to be... Yes, it, it, it's a very bad day, you know. You know, she tried to commit suicide and all that. And, but it's not like he is a bad person and he didn't do it he tried to save yeah tried to save her and up until this point he's done nothing bad in his life you know he always you know always go to church was always the good kid yeah you know doing the right things and the warden lady is kind of like you know I'm not quite sure why you're you're here so you had a theory kind of that she knows that he's not really supposed to be there but since he is there and it is hell, he needs to act like he's in hell. So he needs to act bad and be bad. Yeah. Or she's going to throw him in the hole, which the hole, I guess, is worse than reliving your yeah. worst moment over uh-huh. and over for eternity. Yeah. So, but what's your uh, what's your theory as far as uh, Eugene being in hell and who might...
1: Well, I mean, I think that, you know... Seeing that, I feel like with Eugene in hell, I feel like the way to get him out is with the cowboy. So I'm wondering if at some point they're going to come to some sort of a trade agreement Mm -hmm. to get him out and put the cowboy back in. Because there was like a small conversation right before Eugene came in that she's saying something like, how did he get out? Like, how? where is he? Mm
0: -hmm. Why
1: can't we not find him? And I feel like they're talking about the cowboy.
0: Yeah, and I, I I I agree with you on that. I, that was my first my first thought was when they mentioned that was they have to be talking about they have to be talking about the cowboy.
1: Yeah. So, so, I mean, that's what I'm thinking that maybe that's that's a way to get Eugene out. Because it feels like she knows that he might not belong, but it's like, well, you're here, so
0: Yeah, you need to act like it. <laughs> so, so you're saying that there's pop going to be a possible trade down the mm, line. Maybe.
1: I just hope Arseface doesn't have to be be mean and then turns into a mean guy.
0: Because he he did kind of join in with the And the, I think he, the melee I mean it's Hitler. kind of like
1: peer pressure. Well <laughs> the ultimate peer yeah, pressure Yeah, because,
0: because now since everybody in that block all their, you know, worst days are shut down for a complete reboot, and the guy that went in went in there to to fix Eugene's He, like, when she was, when the warden was, I don't know if she's the warden. We're just going to call her the warden.
1: Yeah, I mean, she runs the
0: prison, so. And so when she goes in there and takes Eugene, it kind of goes back to the guy fixing his little machine. And he kind of has a smirk on his face. And to me, that smirk indicated that he kind of knows, he knows something. Mm -hmm. But... What does he know? Is it is it big or is it just kind of small or does he know that he's just going to... Yeah, go, I don't know. I with didn't, all these I other didn't people? catch
1: it, so I don't know.
0: So, I mean, it could be completely nothing. I don't know. But it seems
1: like... What, I mean, we read into a lot of stuff, but it seems like out of all the shows, this is the one that has uh, yeah a million little bitty things that lead to another thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's basically Eugene and hell. Yeah. So,
0: well, now the rest of the you know the the, the team Trinity, yeah, the Trinity. <laughs> they, they've made it to New Orleans. They're looking for God because he likes jazz. So they're kind of going out. Obviously, Tulip
1: sh- is not happy. I mean, sh-
0: and with Tulip, your your guess as of like last week of saying yeah, I bet she's married to to Victor. Yeah, well, we find out. Yep, she is. Boom. And man, what his little girl, as she's sitting I mean, there making she, bracelets, and Tulip sits down at the table because by this point Tulip has gotten caught by his henchmen, right? And she like is sitting down at the table, watching his little girl make these bracelets. She's like, "Oh, those are great little bracelets." And everybody's just giving her the cold shoulder, and you're thinking, "Oh, of stink all eye. the people, and yeah, out of all the people to say something or do something, it's not going to be the little girl." The little girl just spits in her face. I mean, like, full-on loogies (laughs) her. And says, I hope my dad kills you. I'm just like... Damn! This little girl is going down a bad path.
1: Man, this is a bitch in training. (laughs) You know, full-on little bitch there. I know. And then (laughs) Tulip's face was just like... Damn! Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you find... Yeah, so you find out, you know, she gets captured by Victor. The whole... Mm -hmm. You know, the third episode, you know, sh- you could tell she's uncomfortable and all this stuff. And then it ends with them getting her. And she's like, I know. the golden is- and
0: gold or the golden fold. It's kind of
1: like she knew. She was like, let's just get this over with almost. Mm-hmm. like,
0: How and- many quarters did she have to stick in that machine to get a soda?
1: I don't know. It's probably like, it wasn't a soda. It was a pack of cigarettes.
0: Oh, is that what it was?
1: Yeah, a pack of cigarettes. So probably oh, five dollars, okay. so, six dollars. Well, then that
0: makes complete sense. Then if you're if you're going one quarter at a time, I'm like sitting there. That first thing, she's just like, like a Coke machine. I'm like, is she buying cokes for everybody that's behind her?
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I think that she had a hundred. She needed a five. And so, so she, she's putting she the made entire the five, yeah, into the machine to get a pack of cigs.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: But yeah, so yeah, and Victor, and then that dude with the. Like the torture guy? I mean, he was a bit creepy. He
0: he was he was a bit creepy, but when I when I saw him I, I was kinda like, That's kind of dexterish. Oh you yeah. know, all you know, dressed up in a nice nice outfit and your tie and you have your see through apron on as you're as you're doing mm-hmm. torture and has, you know, music that he listens to and yeah, yeah. it was that was pretty dexterish to, mm-hmm. to me. That's but, very true. But yeah, when I saw, you know, the, the preacher got there and was Going so, full on genesis on. Yeah, and 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 he had headphones on and he couldn't hear him. I was like, "Oh, damn headphones. Just get to the headphone to pull just it pull, out." Just pull pull
1: the headphones out, dude.
0: But, you know, like the third episode, and sorry that we're jumping around, but it's it's two episodes. I feel like we're going it's back like, and forth. Let's just
1: go by character. So with Tulip, wanna, yeah, yeah let's, Tulip. So let's like with Tulip, you know, you find out that she's married and, you know, she's doing the Victor thing. And so now preacher and go back, rewind. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And go back. So he is in New Orleans. He wants to go to every jazz club. And there's bar. over 100 of them. Yeah, I forget. They say 100 and something. It's and probably over 150.
0: Because I think in the fourth episode, I think he said, yeah, I still have 134 of them left to go. So so he's going through all of these. Uh... And he thought that he got lucky on the first one. The first one that oh yeah, that it's they, like I that wanna... they get to town. I go, let's just go on this one right here. Walks up to the bar and says, uh, yeah, we're looking for God. And bartender's like, all three of you, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So he takes them on he back. Takes them. And
1: You're like, man, where are they going?
0: This is odd. And yes, it, it was it was odd. But i I was not expecting what we got. <laughs> I don't know exactly what to expect, but all I know is it was not what we got. And I thought what we were going to get was going to be something I was going to be like, oh shit, but.
1: It, was, like, it was This different. This
0: show always goes further. You know something's going to
1: happen, but it's than never what, what you think.
0: It's like, uh, so they get there, and they go through this other door. They walk around an alley like, kind of thing. Yeah, it's they like, go through the, the kitchen, the and they going? go
1: outside, and then there's a guard out there. And they're like, they're looking for God. Okay, through here. And then they go through another
0: door. Walk then they it, go through yeah, a yeah, hallway. And then they, I mean, it is a maze. And then there's like a super old man yeah. there. And he's <laughs> standing at this curtain or door or whatever it is and they're they're just all there kind of waiting and he's like all three yeah all all three of us and he goes in or pulls back the curtain or opens the door or whatever he does and you see this guy dressed in a Dalmatian dog outfit and he has like a rubber head Dalmatian mask on right sitting on the couch with this with a lady who's Dressed up, who looks like she could just be any sm- girl in the suburb mom. Right, I know. And she's got like, a
1: chain. It's like,
0: <laughs> and then the guy starts, you know, throwing out all these prices uh, to watch them do th- to well, do I, things or to participate.
1: And he had like dog toys. <laughs> 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 and there, and then preacher and Till were like, "Hell no!" And Cassie's like, "Hey, we're already here." Yeah, he's
0: digging through his pocket to get money out.
1: Oh. I, Oh, we're not doing this.
0: We're not doing this. <laughs> no, oh, Cassidy. Yeah <laughs> and, and and they're like, yeah, no, this isn't what we're this isn't what we're looking for. We're looking for God. Yeah. So so yeah, that well, do
1: you also hear uh, he was somewhere else later in the episode and he was looking for God and I'm like, Oh, you need to go to So and So Street He's like, Yeah, we already saw that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of the bars you walks into, yeah, you need to go over there. No, that's not the that's, that's not, not what, what I'm we're looking for. More, yeah. So yeah, so during this whole thing when they get back outside, Tulip she ends up going and then Cassie is like, Well, I can't let her go alone because we're gonna stay at my my friend's house. And and he'd be completely upset if we did not stay with him.
1: Right. Like, I mean, he was talking about, like, if this guy found out we were here and didn't come and stay with him, he would would be be pissed. Yes. Okay. Uh,
0: Really? This guy, obviously, I mean, does he speak English? We don't know because all he's been speaking in is French. French. Yeah. And he did not seem like he wanted to let them into his house. Yeah, no. At all. Like, he was like, oh, it's you?
1: Yeah. It's kind uh, of the look on
0: his face. Yeah, he was not very happy that he was there. So but yeah then you know, preacher he stays out trying to hit up some jazz. Well
1: and then also tulip, somebody recognizes her.
0: Yeah. Some, like some older lady. Some old like, lady
1: Tulip. Or does she say tulip or she say some other name?
0: I think she says tulip. Okay. Yeah she yeah she says tulip and that's kinda of where tulip has to come clean to to Cassidy about Victor. Yeah. And doesn't tell him everything, but just pretty much says, yeah, there's somebody that lives here. In- they're going to end up Victor. telling him. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. So she knew it was, that was the beginning of the end for her mm-hmm. not, you know, hiding from him. So, so yeah, preacher, he's going bar to bar, getting drunk, doing this. And he finally goes to one bar and there's this guy behind the counter and he, and so basically he goes up and just mm-hmm. asks where, you know, looking for God. It's
0: all i like yeah i Yeah. I'm looking for God. He's being up front straightforward. I'm looking for God. Just hoping that somebody's going to say, "Oh yeah, well you need to go down to this other bar right here and talk to the singer." Yeah. Which is That's what happens. That's exactly
1: what happens. And the actor that played that bartender, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, you know, I recognize him.
0: Yeah, you've so seen I, him in other things.
1: I I, I wonder if if there's going to be more to him later, mm-hmm. which we find out. So, yeah. he goes, preacher goes to this bar and see, finds this woman. And you know she kind of is, I mean, typical. or you know like stereotypical bar jazz singer. You know the look, everything it's like exactly what you would expect. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a Jessica Rabbit almost. And, it's kind like, and
0: and 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 the same thing happened to me with her as it did with the the bartender earlier. It's like I've seen her in other things. Yeah, she's she's going to have a bigger role than just kind of being this singer especially when you know he helped her from the guys that were dressed in white and helped her get to the the taxi cab with her baby or whatever and drive off i'm like there's 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 no way that's it that it's that that's it for her because i i've seen her in other things she's
1: which yeah it's I- I'm expecting it was like, oh, well, they're going to get her still. Like, she's not going to be able to get away. That's what, internally, I was thinking. Yeah. And then, later, you find out, she's, you know, she walks into this van with the people in the white suits, and she, like, hands on the baby and says, you know, get Mm -hmm. this baby away from me, and you find out it's all a hoax, Mm -hmm. and the guy that was the bartender was driving the van, and, you know, them two are talking, so there's all this... I'm still kind of not sure of what all they are. Cause you know, they talk about her star and then you see this other guy mm-hmm. and you know, like what exactly are they? And I know you had kind of knew well, a little bit more about it. Yeah. Just,
0: and that just because I was, was online and just kind of stumbled across it because, you know, we said earlier when, you know, when we were doing this show that we have never read this, comic and we don't know anything about it. So we don't know who these people in the white are or anything like that. And I kind of stumbled across that they were some kind of organization in heaven, <laughs> like the, the grail or something, uh-huh. something like that. I, I don't know. And the head guy, her star.
1: Yeah. It was like her K star. Yeah. Or it's like,
0: it's like H E R R star. So is it her star? I don't know. But I guess supposedly he's like second in command of this group. And their whole job is to protect the bloodlines of uh, Jesus Christ. And I guess her star, his boss, has a use for Preacher in Genesis. I don't know what that is. I assume it's probably not good.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's. <laughs> I mean, I would think that if there's a bloodline of Jesus Christ, I wonder if Preacher has some of that DNA, and that's why he can hold Genesis. Mm -hmm. Like, even like I think we were talking before, like maybe some of the people that Genesis tried to jump into before might have had that bloodline, Mm -hmm. but maybe not enough or something where they couldn't contain it.
0: as pure as... As Preacher. Yeah.
1: And... And so maybe, I mean, that could be totally off, but... Um, yeah, who
0: knows? That's one theory. Well, people out there who've read the comic book, I guess they know. They'll right? know, but, you know. <laughs> we don't. We, we don't. We're just along for the ride. Right. We're, we're just... We're being surprised at every turn that this show, yeah. this show takes. It's it's quite an entertaining <laughs> And ride.
1: enjoying the ride.
0: Yes. Very much so.
1: So, yeah. So you find out that's all a hoax. So what's going to be happening? And they're really only in the third episode. The fourth episode... You know, it's more about Tulip and about Victor. And so, you know, Preacher comes back to the house with Cassidy Mm -hmm. and Tulip's not there. And he's kind of like, she's just blowing off steam. Yeah, she's she's just mad. Yeah. And they kind of figure out that something is up finally. Finally, they actually figure it out. I mean, it's been a whole day. Haven't heard from her. Cassidy's been emailing. And then he kind of comes a little bit clean about... A little bit, like Mm. a hair of stuff. So, Preacher, (laughs) he goes full Genesis. He's like, Yeah. I mean, he full Genesis up and goes to Victor's house. And every time he uses it, because, you know, he used it to stop those guys when they they were kidnapping that girl. Mm -hmm. And then now he's just bulldozing this house with Genesis.
0: Yeah, he's having everybody just sit and stay. Don't move, right. all that stuff. Let and me in until he gets I mean, to the the uh, Dexter Junior guy who has headphones in and knocked and him out hear. before
1: he kind of knocked him out before he saw him or something
0: mm-hmm. and uh, talked to him and then while, while you know my preacher was still kind of a little woozy before he kind of realized what happened. Yeah, the guy had put him back in.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that fight scene was pretty cool. I mean, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, and you know hmm. that
0: that that hanging body that was that, that the guy was torturing before who who died cuz his heart gave out. I w- I was waiting for things to happen to it. Oh, uh-huh. and like, you know, the the arm getting well, like cut when off he when with he the gets the machete and, yeah. <laughs>
1: and start I'm like, "Oh no. What's going to happen?" What's going to happen?
0: It's like this. This show is 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 gross and gory, but it's like they do it in such a way to where it's not. I'm going to say, "hoorish." Like <laughs> some people make now, 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 now. Yes, now you can take that two different ways. I, I'm I'm using that as in horror, horror, horror ish. Sorry, Whore-ish. Um, whore-ish. <laughs> But this is the way that and the way they do it here, it's like yeah, all this stuff's happening but it's not like I'm
1: Well, and it's also fast. They don't dwell on it. I mean, it might repeat
0: mm-hmm. and it might
1: have stuff on it. But like in this fight, it's like you know, it's happening fast. There's blood shooting out and all this stuff, but it's not you know, constant. It's not like it's not the. I don't know. It's just I can't. It's dist-
0: it's, it's 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 different from watching like Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street or because they're that's, they're saw focusing or, in
1: or some on of that stuff. Yeah, the guts and all that stuff. This it's like it's just it's just happening. It's usually quick cuts and kind of stuff mm-hmm. like that, and it's happening.
0: Yeah. You, you, do you think I showed my age when I used those examples? What Freddy Krueger? <laughs> yeah, and then I had to throw in like, oh. I'm. I'm not that old. Saw, yeah, yeah. Is, is that still thing anymore?
1: <laughs> I don't know. That's still old.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: But yeah. So. <laughs> so I'm the whole time he's using Genesis because at this point he thinks the cowboy is gone. Like he doesn't think that there's a consequence to it because he thinks mm. the angel.
0: Yes. He. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Has took him. Has taken him back to hell. Has
0: has, has taken back the deal.
1: Yeah. So. You know, he's probably not worried about using it like he was mm-hmm. beforehand.
0: I mean, because if he was, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be. Well, maybe he still would have used it.
1: I mean, it seems like in case, in case both of emergency, break glass kind of thing. And like maybe,
0: in, and maybe both of these. You know, with with the the guys in the white suits and Victor's house, maybe that is kind of break glass kind of thing, and he would have used it anyways. Yeah, and but, Tulip,
1: he probably was thinking Pul- Tulip was. uh. Being tortured, about to be killed, and all this, which we all kind of thought. Then he gets mm-hmm. to the room with Victor and Tulip, and they're just kind of sitting on the bed talking.
0: Yeah, like they've kind of worked it out in a way. And it's like, what what happened? What what was what was involved in this conversation? Right,
1: because beforehand he was like, "I'm going to make you suffer,"
0: mm-hmm. and and Jesse wants nothing to do with it. Even when Tulip says, "It's okay, don't do don't do anything," kind of thing. Jesse just grabs him anyways, and then you see like the like the previews for next week's episode where you know he has he has Victor hanging up where that that dead body was where they were you know uh-huh. torturing the other guy up in there and, and he tells Tulip to get out
1: well, I kind of feel like you know Tulip Genesis. has always thought talked about preacher and being you know good and bad yeah. you've never and you seen mentioned
0: the, it last week
1: the bad Jesse mm-hmm. and I feel like We're going to see that next week.
0: Because we haven't really seen bad Jesse.
1: You've seen him be able to fight. And so you know that he, Mm -hmm. you know, did some stuff. But, you know, the way she had talked about it in one episode. And it's like, you have not seen the Jesse Custer I know. Mm -hmm. And that's why she doesn't want to tell him. And I feel like we're going to see a little bit of that. Because I'm sure he's going to be pissed at her Mm -hmm. for not telling him. And for being married and doing this. And I'm sure the reason why she got married, because you know, wasn't it that she they were together, and then she lost the baby because of Car Was it Carlos or
0: yeah, something, something like happened?
1: That. You know, she lost the baby because of it, and then they kind of separated. I bet you after that is when she was in New Orleans and mm-hmm. Victor. So I'm sure there's going to be some backstory in there that's yeah. going to be, and I'm it, sure that's just going to just bubble up, and Jesse's going to go.
0: And I also have a feeling that from looking at the previews for next week that Jesse, since he's been using Genesis and he's been in New Orleans, but he's used it so much at Victor's house that the cowboy is going to show up. Well, you know, he's on his way. Well, he's on his way. He's
1: crossing the the poncha train right now.
0: And I, I will say in the first two episodes when Jesse would use it, man. Cowboy was there.
1: Yeah, but he was. They were a lot closer. They drove quite a ways to New Orleans. Yeah, I I feel like they didn't go far, and then he go, showed up. Yeah,
0: because maybe I mean, they didn't understand what was. Uh, they didn't understand. Yeah, they didn't understand. They
1: just there was this dude there, and so but yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. Nice they see. were still, I think, in the same kind of vicinities, and then when they decided to go to New Orleans, they road tripped it. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, day, you know, maybe two days driving. Yeah. So it's going to take him a while to get there.
0: And you don't know. I mean,
1: they've only been there one day. Mm -hmm. He's already in New Orleans or he's on his, I mean, he's almost there because it's been two episodes, but it's really only been two days.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Day and a half. I just wonder what Jesse's going to do or think when he sees the Cowboys there. I mean, is he going to think that that the angel double-crossed him, didn't take back the deal? You're not going to be able to find the angel because the angel's he's dead and gone. Yeah, he's you'll just find the
1: thing. You'll he'll just find the story of where he's dead and didn't come back,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: yeah. then he's going to be like, "Oh shit, what happened?" So I don't know. And it's like the cowboy's all about shoot first, ask later. So it's like I never know how well, you're going to even get close to the cowboy to even.
0: I mean, how, how can you? How can you take care of the cowboy? It's like I can't see because you've already tried to use Genesis on the cowboy, and he's he. it it has no effect on him. I have no idea why he is
1: not gonna want to go back to hell.
0: Well no, he's he's not because he he has this thing that this deal all he has to do is kill the preacher and he gets to I guess see his you know, his his family again. That's why he's obviously shoot first
1: yeah. No questions yeah. at all.
0: I like, I I am here to kill you because I want to see my family. Right. He's been in hell. He's care. been
1: living this. He's. It's not like he has a soul.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's like. So how how can Jesse stop him? You know to, because he still needs to use his his powers. He needs to use Genesis for this show to do certain things. But maybe it is going to be the old one for one with I don't know Eugene and Hell and I'm
1: still waiting to see how that's going to unfold
0: so yeah these these two episodes well done good stuff well done
1: and it's like you know you start now they're adding layers you know the people in the white suit you have the cowboy you have victor what does all that entail you have the backstory of tulip and victor Mm -hmm. and jesse and all that stuff so
0: and and you still know that once we get through kind of this i think once we get through the like the tulip victor kind of thing you know that that there's going to be a, a cassidy one that yeah. also gets played in there. It's gonna be,
1: I wonder if there's going to be something with the guy that they're staying with. Like, if you're going to find out more of what they're, like, mm-hmm. why is this dude, why is Cassidy Pissed. one way in that guy? Yeah. Is he a vampire as well? I mean, I don't know. Because, yeah, we don't know anything about Cassidy. Mm-mm. Nothing.
0: Other than he was on that airplane and... <laughs> yeah. Was getting attacked by whatever group of people.
1: Right, yeah, and well, who are those groups of people? Like, what is that? Group? I guess they
0: kill vampires. Do so, they kill just vampires, or do they kill other creatures? I mean, how many other? It seems like New Orleans would be the place where other vampires would be. Mm-hmm. Because Cassidy even brought it up, jokingly or not, he said, "Oh yeah, you mean like the organization that you know, like people with like lizard skin." Uh huh. So I caught that. I was thinking. Now, is he is is he is he joking? Is he being funny? Or does he know things? Other things out there? Yeah. I, I have no idea if, it, if it's going to go. Seems like, yeah, there's... It's like, I mean, I, I'm about to say, you know, people with lizard skin, are like that seems like a, a, a far stretch. But then again...
1: Or he could have been just talking about... Cassidy's
0: v- a vampire. So, I mean, that right there in itself is already stretching.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, yeah, definitely two really good episodes. I mean, following it up, one and two, three mm-hmm. and four, just as good... In New Orleans, a perfect place for, you know, this show. I mean, it just fits yeah. right in, perfect with all of, you know, what this show is about. And mm-hmm. if it's not in Texas, New Orleans is next best thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> all right. So I guess next week we'll we'll do episode five of The Preacher, but we'll also do episode one of Game of Thrones.
1: <gasps> this the weekend, season oh, man permit
0: going to be good stuff. It's gonna be good, and also next week we'll do our war for the Planet of the Apes yeah. review.
1: So that one will try. That one will probably be on Monday, and mm-hmm. then the Later TV review will be Friday. Mm-hmm. So another two week, or two, two episode week.
0: Yeah, that'll happen for next couple weeks. Yeah.
1: All right. I'm well, cool. looking forward to it. Well, awesome! I think that's gonna wrap it up for us this week. Uh, you can always. Find us online at com. We're also on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod, And you can also find us on Facebook. Um, you can also find us.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I was just sitting here thinking, I feel like I knocked the rust off on the Spider-Man show. And like this one went much better for me. And as, as I was thinking that, you kind of were trying to figure out what you were supposed to be saying. So now you just
1: messed me up <laughs> even more. Now do I need to start all over? You want to start over? No, I'm good. <laughs> I'll just start at, you can find our podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, tune in. And uh, I think that's, that's about it.
0: <laughs> yep, that's Thanks. it.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening in, and we will check you out next week.
0: Bye, guys.